Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. You know me. I'm not into individual polls. I don't really like I I'll see them. I'll look at the headlines of the top. Well, I can't look at headlines anymore on uh, Twitter because Elon has uh, decided to strip away the headlines and just put pictures up there. Because I'm a stupid person. I don't understand the words. I don't know why he did it, actually. Maybe it's to cut down on the misinformation and disinformation that we uh, always hear so much about. Or uh, maybe it's to be more like the Graham, the Instagram, not the Lindsay. So maybe that's it. I don't know. Um, I'm not a big believer in a single poll. I don't watch a poll. I don't look at a poll. I don't bring you a, oh, here's the latest poll results and yay or boo or whatever. I prefer to look at trends. And it just so happens that within the last, I don't know, 12 to 24 hours, I count three different polls that have been released. And these are polls that uh, track, yes, the you know Trump versus Biden, but also issues, generic Democrats, generic Republicans, which is always kind of dicey to me because you always want to make sure uh, that you keep in mind that candidates matter. The individual candidate matters. The campaigns matter. The generic is not, it's, I don't know, it's interesting. It can be illustrative of something, but it's, it's something to view with wariness. Let me just say it that way, right? However, when you start, you know, lumping all of the polls together, particularly when they come out at the same time, and they're all within the same sort of window when they were asking people these questions, you get a better sense of the trend line. And I have seen a particular school of thought regarding the 2024 election. And remember, I don't make predictions on elections anymore. Um, I'm not, I'm not good at it and I don't believe all of the polling. And so uh, I just, there's no point for me to predict who's going to win, let alone to predict it with any kind of level of confidence to make you believe it, because I don't know. Nobody knows, right? Just like the point spread on a, on a football game. That's just where people are, are betting. People are making best guesses, right? So that's, as they say, that's why they play the game. Um, three different polls, though. First, Gallup. The Gallup poll finds a record high percentage of Americans trust Republicans to manage the economy over Democrats. 53% of respondents said the GOP were more likely to, quote, do a better job of keeping the country prosperous. 53 to 39% who favor Democrats. And that's basically, those are basically your Democrats, right? 39%, those are your Democrats. 53%, those are your Republicans, plus a lot of independents or unaffiliateds, or swing voters, right? That's very good news for the Republicans. Gallup has been polling this very same question for 80 years, since 1951. And this 14-point 
margin that the uh, Republicans enjoy right now in this poll, that is the largest margin since 1991. That's 30 years ago, 32 years ago, right? It's a slight bump from their 10-point advantage this time last year. So So the trend line is up for them, which makes sense because the economy still is not good, right? Despite all of the narratives and the branding from uh, the White House and the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself that Bidenomics is working. Look, inflation was only up a little bit this year, expecting us all to forget that it's up like 9% the previous year and 7% the previous year before that. Like, it's cumulative. I went to the grocery store. I know it's anecdotal. I went to the grocery store two days ago. And granted, it hadn't been a while since we had gone food shopping. But, and I do basically, I do most of the food shopping now. That wasn't always the case. But um, because I get get off air at 3 o'clock, I'm able to, uh, you know, get to the grocery store with uh, minimal uh, traffic impediments. Of course, once I get into the store, I'm dealing with all of the kids that get out of the school across the street. But... They just like run the aisles and stuff, but whatever the, uh, the point here is that a bill that used to cost somewhere in the neighborhood of about $150 to $175. Cause I also, I do the budget in our house too. That bill this time around was 250, 258 actually. And there's just two of us, my wife and I, and I didn't even buy like the expensive cheeses. No, I didn't buy any of them. <laughs> like, I, didn't, I didn't buy it. So, you know, every now and again, you pick up like a bottle of uh, Aleve or something. I know I'm not a paid endorser for Aleve, although I could be. Have your people call my people because I love the Aleve. Um, the, the only time I ever get that large of a grocery bill is when I buy something like, you know, a bulk size of something like, you know, aspirins or Aleves or whatever. And it adds, you know, 25 30 $35 onto the price tag. So sometimes, I okay, I understand that. There wasn't anything like that this time. I, and I always get the deals. I get the two, four, you know, four bucks, the vegetables. You know, I get the tray of chicken. It's like the same thing. I get the same thing all the time, basically. So people know this. There, I saw something the other day. They were talking about the, the, uh, the Big Mac uh, test or, so, or, or, or factor or something like that, where you look at the prices on fast food. And, and that's where people, you could really track inflation through that. Because you can't trust the CPI numbers anymore because they're looking at, you know, core inflation and whatever. They give you these numbers and, you know, when you, you know, everything except, you know, food and gas. Oh, okay, so like the major things that people buy on a regular basis, you're not including those in inflation calculations. That makes sense. Thank you, Bill Clinton. Which, by the way, that's when Republicans did very well, right, after Bill Clinton got elected. Anyway. Gallup analyst Justin McCarthy noted that the final election year polling on this question has typically predicted the winner since 1984, although there was one exception, and that was in 2000. It did not predict the winner in 2000. The results come as the White House and the Biden campaign are in the midst of a major push to sell voters on Bidenomics. I think that might regret that. <laughs> what do you think? I think the White House might regret calling it Bidenomics. It's one thing if the economy is roaring, going gangbusters, you know, 
and you want to permanently associate yourself with the good economy, and maybe they're banking that the economy rebounds next year, and then Bidenomics will be seen as a, uh, a net positive versus a net negative, but right now, definitely a negative. Definitely a negative. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's so that's uh, Gallup. NBC. Here's the NBC News poll. Who's better at dealing with the economy? 49% Republicans, 28% Democrats. I've got another one over here. This is from the Marquette poll. The economy, who is better to handle the following issues? The economy, Trump, 52%, Biden, 28%. That's a 24 point spread on the economy. Now, maybe we see a rerun of 2012 when Mitt Romney was trying to hammer away at the economy because no sitting president had ever won re-election with an economy as bad as Obama had in his re-election bid. Maybe, and Romney was running around, stump speech after stump speech, you know, talking about the economy, and the media wouldn't cover it. They talked about, you know, cars on car roofs, or sorry, uh, dogs on car roofs. They talked about haircuts. Uh, They talked about the 47%. They talked about how Mitt Romney apparently uh, gave some woman cancer and killed her. Uh, all of all of these other narratives, uh, binders of women, killing off Big Bird, these were the storylines of the election, and Obama won. Now, he was a unique candidate, a unique figure, politician. However, it was a, it was a break from the historical norm, and that's when I sort of adopted this axiom that elections are about what media make them, because they did not want to make it about the economy. But sometimes the economy is really so bad that even with the media trying to drag the Democrat across the finish line, sometimes it just doesn't work. Fake parts on airplanes. Why is everybody... Wait, is that bad? I'm just, I just saw the headline at Fox News that they're, they found some bunch of fake parts and now airlines are running around trying to get information. They're doing inspections on their planes to see if they've got fake parts. Right, maybe they're just... Maybe they're just transplants. What's the big deal? I don't understand. Sorry. Too soon? Is it too soon? It might be too soon. All right. So got a, a bunch of different polls. And when you look at them all together, and this is what I kind of like to do is to get a bunch, of thing, a bunch of the polls together so it's not just a single snapshot. It's a trend line. And right now, Trump and Republicans are, have way, way bigger margins than they have had in decades um, when it comes to the economy. You want to take a guess on some of the other? Uh, well, I'll just tell you. Marquette poll. Border security. Trump versus Biden. So I'm going to go through the Marquette poll here. And these are just, again, just a snapshot. But uh, Trump versus Biden. On the issue of border security, Trump is plus 24 points. I don't know why. Do you hear Joe Biden's going to build a wall now? The wall just got 10 feet taller, I heard. Inflation, Trump favored by 23%. Job creation, Trump favored by 19%. Foreign relations, that's a bit closer. Trump is up five. Medicare and Social Security, Biden up two. And on abortion policy, Biden up nine points. Now, that being said, 
right? Trump is up on all of these things. And you would think like the biggest spreads, the economy, border security, inflation, creating jobs. And if it's about the economy and people are like, we want to fix the economy, so put Trump in, then this is the clear path forward, right? It's obvious. Same poll, though. Biden leads 51-49. When asked directly, who would you vote for? This is among likely voters. Biden still leads 51-49. Now, that's within the margin of error, so it's a tie. But here's the point. If the economy, border security, inflation, right, these are the creating jobs, these are even foreign relations, all of these areas are areas that Trump is beating Biden in by large margins. And in the Gallup poll, Republicans lead on the economy. And in the, um, what's the other poll here? The uh, NBC News poll dealing with crime. These are like 26-point spreads dealing with the economy, dealing with immigration, protecting constitutional rights, looking out for the middle class. These are all areas, oh, sorry, looking out for the middle class. Yeah, that's a tie, basically. But that's where it, it, that's where it inverts. Then Democrats are leading in education, coronavirus, um, abortion, and health care. If the... If the election is about the economy, you would think Trump wins, right? Just based on these numbers. However, the same poll that finds him with these large spread, uh, uh, this large margin of, um, of support, still finds Biden winning, 51-49, or too close to call, let's call it. Why? Is it possible? Is it possible that people are willing to suffer because they don't want to have to suffer through four more years of Donald Trump as the president? Is that possible? Or is it that all of these other issues that they prefer, like abortion, Medicare, well, those two, that's it. What else am I supposed to take from this information? This is, this is the concern that I have is that Everybody knows these guys. There's no room to grow. There's no room to woo people over. You're asking them to vote on an issue, and then that issue will translate to a vote for them. But if the, if the candidate is so uh, unappealing that they're willing to suffer pain, financial, personal pain, because they don't like the candidate that much, I, and I, I don't know the answer to this. I've never seen it before. I don't think anybody's seen this before. Hey, so real quick, hurricane season is here, and this is your reminder to check your emergency supplies. You should have a three-day supply of food, water, and medicines, minimum. And Carolina Readiness Supply can help you get started or expand your supply. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies too, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you can use for any kind of emergency. Whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply, will you be ready when the lights go out? So NBC, seriously disturbing news for Democrats. The Biden administration is driving the country into the ground and people have seriously started to notice. (laughs) This is the problem for them. 
On issues that matter most to voters, the Democrats' numbers have plunged to levels not seen in decades. And even though neither party is viewed particularly favorably, the public appears to place more trust in Republicans. This is particularly true of the economy, where the poll found that the GOP holds a shocking 21-point advantage over the Democrats, 49 to 28. But does that mean that you're preparing to head out and vote in an actual red wave? Don't get your hopes up, at least not yet. It does not appear so. The latest poll finds Republicans with a 21 percentage point advantage over who best handles the economy. Um, But at the same time, the NBC survey also shows Democrats with a two point edge on which party looks out for the middle class better. Um, And the um, Democrats have enjoyed an advantage for decades on that question. But this is the smallest advantage on this question going back to 1989. Right, So Republicans are running up the score on the economic issues. It shows them leading by significant margins on crime and border security and immigration. The places where the Democrats still outperform, education, abortion, health care. NBC also asked which party does a better job protecting democracy for some reason. Uh, but that was basically a coin toss. The border crisis has been such a disaster and dragged on for so long that even blue state Democrats are sounding the alarm and the legacy media has surrendered on avoiding the topic altogether. Uh, That's why you got Joe Biden out there now talking about doing a wall. The same goes for the spiraling crime rates in cities. There's no doubt still plenty of people out there uh, who don't know how much they can or should trust Republicans on these issues. But at this point, they're probably going to ask how the GOP could possibly do any worse than the Democrats, right? That's Jazz Shaw writing at hotair.com. 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. Uh, Matt, welcome to the program. Hello, Matt. Hello. Thank hey. you for taking my call. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I, wonder, I wonder if there's another option. The, the, the polls themselves can be affected. Does the poll state that it's likely voters or yes. registered voters? What, what likely. What is it reference? Likely voters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I guess one would say, like, it, it, the polls got to be good if it's showing an accurate sentiment that we all feel uh, that 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 we're in economic tough times and that trust of the Democrats on this issue is tough. But I think that the counter argument to that says, well, it, it must also be accurate then if we're saying that Biden would still win. I, I, I with all the shenanigans that's gone on, I I've got to believe that there are folks in the media who might be pre-selective. I, I got to tell you, my trust in the polls is not high. So you so it's easier for you to believe that they're just making up numbers in the poll results? Yeah, yeah that, that is exactly correct. My, and, and believe me, I'm not a tinfoil hat guy. I'd rather solve most things by... By by compromise, I can understand that, and uh, I I I I just think at this point that the 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 need to win, the need to defeat Trump, has got people moving levers uh, of of ethics that they wouldn't ordinarily do. All right, yeah. so so that so I've just given you three different polls that all show the same thing, the same trend. They also they all show the same trend where Republicans are doing really well on these issues. Democrats do better on a couple. But as you said, like the, the ones that everyone is or that everyone is feeling, it, these are the economic stuff, the crime stuff, the immigration stuff, right? Those are generally the ones that move people to vote most of the time. So it's so all of the all that trend line looks very good for Republicans. And it's easier for you to believe then that the P 
people who are doing these numbers and putting it out there, they're going to just they're going to just fudge on that one question on Trump versus Biden. That's that's easier for you to believe than it is to believe that people are people don't want Trump. They, that they recognize that that they recognize that all of the econ- like the economy is bad, immigration, crime, all of these things are bad, but they don't want to put up with another four years of Donald Trump. To, to be fair to your question, yes, but flipped flipped another way, I would ask you uh, in in return for that to defend my 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 feeling on this. What what evidence have you seen that the that the media has been at all fair? In fact, to the counter. Um, to President Trump, I mean, what, whether you believe the, the the Trump mantra or not, the whole Russia hoax thing, we never got an apology on that. It's been absolutely proven flat out. Look at the number of institutions, media institutions across the dial, newspapers, uh, organizations on TV, Internet, everywhere. I mean, there were, there were Pulitzer Prizes given. Mm-hmm. on that specific effort mm-hmm. and wh- wh- where is the pulitzer committee what does that have to do with people not wanting four more years of donald trump because they know what he's it, about it it, it 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 this i agree that there's some subset of the world that uh, of the republican world that that sees it as you just described they will not vote for trump totally get it no i'm not talking Maybe about republicans I'm talking about uh, 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 Republicans are generally going to vote for the Republican candidate. There will be some, yes, to your point. Yeah, there, there are going to be some that don't. But that what we're talking about is sort of that what Rush used to call like the mushy middle, right? These these truly independent swing voters don't really follow politics so much, right? The, the, and I, I've said this for a while now, right, that we, we all know who Trump is. We all know who Biden is. So yeah. they're, they're, people's opinions of these guys are made. And so what we're what, what these polls signify to me is that people's opinions have calcified and even though they identify the parties or even the candidates themselves as being better or worse on particular issues they are still not interested in voting for a candidate even if they think that guy is going to be better on an issue so the simple response to your point is yes i believe that 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 people have uh, despite the calcification you just talked about in those feelings they have for those people, mm-hmm. they have gone long enough in years and time and, and, and pain to see the difference between the economic effort of 2016 to 2020 and the economic effort between 2020 and now. And I, I don't think their pain for Trump will overcome their, their wallet and their need to, to, to give a life. Even when they tell you? Because that's what they're telling you. That, that, that the polls are tweaked. Well, all right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So you, you you realize, like, what this is a form of cognitive dissonance. Like, you're right there, Matt. You're right there, at, like, knocking on the door. Like, you, so people, like you just mentioned the Russia stuff. Doesn't that get baked into the cake, too, right? If people have been, uh, look, you listen to talk radio. You, you just rattled off all of those stories. I've been covering them for six years. So, like, we agree on all of that. But what that has done is it has convinced Many people, if not half of the American public, about who Donald Trump is. And they may be wrong on those things, right? They may be wrong about those stories because the stories were wrong and disinformation, right? But they believe them. And now you're asking them 
to accept that they were lied to. They believed the lie. They've lost family members because of those lies. People aren't going to move off of those positions. They're not going to. I, I, I disagree. I, not, oh, right. the, the you change your opinion often? The, the vast preponderance won't, but 20, 30 percent will. You're just making up Matt, you're just making that up. Right? I mean, you're just making that number up. No, okay, I don't have a poll. I'm just telling right. you that's my, my sense. This is a call-in show, right? You're, I know, but I'm asking you to back it up right. with some information. You're just, you, but you're just making up a number, and I'm, I'm asking you to provide some evidence for the uh, number. I I, yeah, I don't think that's a fair representation of what I just said. You I'm, said 20% would move off, of their, move off of their belief. My turn to talk? Yeah. All right, you know what, Matt? There you go. Now it's not. I, you just said, look, I'm, I can listen to the words coming out of your mouth. You just said 20 to 30% would move off of that. And I said, you're just making that number up. And I asked for evidence. And then you start playing the, I'm just, uh, I'm just calling a talk show. All right. Bye, Matt. All right. You may have noticed that I've been helping the Alzheimer's Association of Western North Carolina for a while. And it's a great organization. They got awesome people with huge hearts. My grandfather died of Alzheimer's when I was a kid, and back then there wasn't a lot of support for caregivers and family. Now, things are different today thanks to the work of the Alzheimer's Association. It's why I support them. Every year we do a series of walks all over the country. There are a bunch in the Carolinas. You can go to alz.org slash walk for a walk to end Alzheimer's near you. This month, there are walks in Hendersonville, Rock Hill, Mooresville, Greenville. And in October, we got Charlotte, Gastonia, Asheville, Kannapolis, Hickory, and Spartanburg. Go to alz.org for all of the dates and locations. We're closer than ever to stopping Alzheimer's, and we're asking if you can help us get there. Will you walk with me for a different future for families? For more time, for treatments, this is why we walk. Here's an email from Jan. Pete, I have to apologize. I am forced to apologize. Several weeks ago, you stated that you deal with callers who have their opinion and are not swayed by facts. The next caller you had on air was, I thought at the time, a painful example of what you had just said. I thought it was a setup, and I called you out for it. After listening to the Good Citizen call yesterday and the last caller you just had, I realize I was painfully wrong and out of line in my accusation. My apologies. See this I was just I was just telling some colleagues this. Don't whiz on my boots and tell me it's raining. You can have whatever opinion you want. It's fine. I generally don't hold many opinions that I believe to be are incorrect. I assume most other people don't as well, right? So when you have an opinion, I expect there to be a why attached to it. And I'm a big why guy. I like asking the why question. And sometimes I'll, I'll mix it up a little bit and I'll go, how so? I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of a why. Or give me an example, right? And what I think Matt was saying there is that it was easier for him to believe that the polling is wrong, but only on the one question that he didn't like the result on. The one question he wanted the polls to be wrong about, that's where they rigged it. But all the other questions, totally fine. And as proof, he cited all of those things that were done to Trump, which I have covered in depth for seven years. And a lot of the stuff that people know about these topics comes from these very sources, myself included. And I bring them to you. We talk about them. We go deep into these topics so people have a greater understanding of the details because that stuff matters, I think. And you don't get a lot of that stuff just from 
you know, the headlines and a lot of the legacy outlets that don't even cover these stories. And I look at the coverage of those stories and I say that has corrupted or has poisoned the American electorate. I mean, right now you have a majority of Democrats who believe that the Russians put Trump in office in 2016. You never hear about that, but that's what the polling shows on that question. Do we believe that polling? I do. Because I come across it all the time in talking with people and in uh, on social media, in debates with them. So I look at the trends. I'm looking at all of this stuff together. And it, I find it more difficult to believe that the damage that was inflicted on Trump in the minds of the American voting public, I find it more difficult to believe that that didn't stick to some degree than the media is just changing the answers on a single question. And they're doing it on all the polls, all at the same time, all released within 24 hours. Maybe they coordinated it all. I don't know. But you see, when you start doing these types of mental gymnastics to get to your preferred outcome, that's called motivated reasoning. That's bias. Now, I did see this, and if had, if Matt had, said, had simply said this... Um, I would agree with this because it seems likely. Gary says, I think there is a percentage, ballpark, maybe 2 to 5% of people that would vote Trump but not tell anybody or even tell a pollster. Right Now, that's possible, sure. And that's why there's a margin of error. And that's why I said that even the Biden beating Trump number in the poll, you got to take that with a grain of salt because it's within the margin of error. You're looking at the trend lines. You're looking at the gaps, the margins. How many percentage points are separating, you know, the uh, the Republicans from the Democrats or Trump from Biden, that sort of stuff. But there's like this unwillingness to believe that a lot of people in America really don't like Donald Trump, even if they agree with his policies. I've never understood why that's hard to believe. They told you this. They tell you it all the time. Have you been on Facebook? (laughs) 